everyone. Today, I'm going to be profiling my mother. She had a friend who lived next door to her as a kid, and she hung out with him a lot. Him and his family are really close to my mom, and he killed himself a couple years ago, so I'm going to talk to her about how she felt after his death. I'm going to focus on how they grew up together, were close in age, and were almost siblings, how they played basketball a lot and hung out in his pool. And I'm also going to talk about their later life and how their relationship changed. And at the end, I'm going to talk about her feelings about his death and how she feels about suicide in general now. So basically what happened was a couple years ago, her friend who lived next door, Bill, shot himself while his kids were in their mother's custody visiting family in Germany. I'm fairly certain no one really knows why he did it, and we can only assume that it was depression. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States, and it's on the rise. In 2016, nearly 45,000 Americans, 10 or older, died by suicide, up by 30% since 1999. An individual's death by suicide has effects on a larger group of people than some might think, including immediate and extended family, friends, and acquaintances. Family and friends describe the grief felt after suicide as different to that felt after other losses. In addition to the powerful feelings of grief, people can struggle with anger, guilt, and confusion. So growing up with Bill, what was he like? Bill was the life of the neighborhood. (laughs) He was the oldest and probably two to three years older than most of the other kids in the neighborhood. Um, so he would always get everybody together for games and stuff. Specifically, what was your relationship like with him when you were younger? So, Bill would, overall, he was like an older brother. He was always at our house um, uh, for multiple reasons. Um, him and my dad played basketball. He would, he was like an older brother for our younger brother. So he would come and play with his toys with him on Christmas and help him put them together. And uh, I played a lot of basketball with him on our basketball court. I got really good, especially at fouling, because <laughs> anytime you play against someone who's six foot two and approximately three feet taller than you, <laughs> uh, you have to have different strategies. So uh, I learned a lot from Bill. How did your relationship with him change as you got older? So as Bill got married, Although I was never attracted to him, Uh I was still kind of bitter. And he married someone from my grade and age and someone I knew. and um, So I was mildly bitter. But overall, we were still friends. We, it just um, became more distant. Um, And we just didn't talk a lot. So he originally moved to San Antonio and lived there for a few years. Our family went and visited them there at one point and, and hung out with them for a week. And then... It really just kind of trailed off until kind of social media came back. And around that time, um, 
we became friends and then I just watched him on social media and things that he and his family were doing. And every once in a while I would see him at his parents' house. What do you think made him feel like suicide was the only option? So with talking to his mom, um, she had been working with him a lot on building up his self-confidence over the last few years. Um, I know that he had struggled and had um, tried some different job options. He had always been in hospitality and worked in like hotels and stuff. Uh, and for some reason that didn't work out. And so he'd been trying like insurance and some other things. So I think um, there was some of that that uh, weighed on him. Um, at the same time, uh, his wife left him but didn't get a divorce. Um, got a new boyfriend, posted a lot of things online. Um, and uh, really stuff to just try to, to hurt him. Um, pictures of their kids and talking about this guy being a better dad than her previous husband and, and a lot of those things. Um, and I know that he had a drinking problem, um, an alcohol problem the last few years. Um, and so his mom had really been um, close to him to help him through those things and um, I think he was doing better uh, to a point, uh, but at least from her perspective, um, it was it was because of his. Um, I'm gonna say ex-wife, but they were divorced. So I think overall it was a combination of uh, addiction. social media, um, relationship problems, and work problems, those types of things that just build up and weigh on people. So how, does, how did Bill's death make you feel at the time? Obviously very sad. I think you run through all of the people impacted. I mean, obviously both yourself, but their family has had a lot of tragedy. Um, in that, about 12 years prior, he had a, his younger sister had been murdered. About three years prior, his father had died of natural causes. And so, before... Bill to leave as well. It was hard to think of the impact on their family and his kids. And then you always run to whether or not you could have done something different or how you could have helped to try to avoid those things. So family and friends describe the grief felt after the suicide as different to that felt after other losses. In addition to powerful feelings of grief, people can struggle with anger, guilt, and confusion. How do you feel about his death now that he's been gone for a couple years? Still 
sad. Um, probably a bit nostalgic. Thinking about times when he was around and things that did happen. I think it's interesting um, for you to mention that because it was uh, very telling for me when, as I talked with his mom after his death and she has been through multiple types of deaths and had mentioned that the grieving process is different for each. And I think it's interesting in that way, in that in the other situations, um, someone else or health is responsible for that person passing. But in the case of suicide, that person actually being the one that takes themselves away from you. I think is interesting how that affects people and the emotions that that brings out. I could see that instigating a lot more than some of the others. According to my sources, feelings lots of people experience right after a suicide are shock, numbness, and disbelief that there was no chance to say goodbye, strong feelings of anger or confusion, isolation and emotional withdrawal from others, feelings of depression, sadness, or loneliness, loss of interest in things you usually enjoy, helplessness, difficulty with everyday routines, change in appetite, sleeping, increased tiredness or insomnia, tension, headaches, shame, guilt, failure, and regret you did not prevent the suicide, regret about things you did or did not do while the person was alive. Did you experience any of that after his death, as far as you know? In general, I could see how, depending on how close the relationship is, how some of that could be more impactful, especially if it's part of your daily routine or people that you see on a regular basis. I think because it was maybe once or twice a year that I saw him um, and that we weren't really close or talking frequently, that um, the majority of that uh, didn't, didn't play out for me. Um, what I've experienced with most deaths is the, like, could I have done more, uh, in general, just to be a better person towards them? Um, and for Bill specifically, again, yeah, like, just trying to be close enough with people that you realize and see maybe the differences in attitude, um, or things that they're saying, so that you could try to help in that situation, um, in the end, though, and having a husband who's a police officer, if someone's suicidal and uh, they they don't want to talk about it or they don't want to fix it, um, in many cases there's not a lot that you can do. But going through those things of, um, yeah, maybe if I had seen something different or um, play out different scenarios in your head that maybe you, there could have been a different outcome. Something I also found in research is that eventually strong feelings reduce. The loss is not like the forefront in your brain and you start finding purpose in your life again and focus on your relationships, thoughts, hopes, beliefs, and sense of the future. In your experience, is this true? Yeah, and I would say both with 
this is where I think suicide is similar to some of the other deaths in that um, you do find a way through it or past it. I think some people do it more um, in a healthy way, maybe through counseling and things like that, and others do it more in a repressed way, which is probably why my feelings um, come back so strong. I don't know that I've ever dealt with them. Um, but yes, and I would say even short of like a mom and a child, um, I think that that's the case in general, that, um, it, the intensity reduces over time, although the loss is never, um, satisfied, I guess. It's always there. But having a friend whose son committed suicide, I can see even in her social media posts that it weighs on her daily. So there are some situations that I think that might never pass. Do you think that this death was worse for Bill's family because it's the third death that happened? You would think in, in many cases that the more often things happen, uh, the more prepared you are for them. Uh, but I do think the, the type of death uh, makes a bigger impact. Um, additionally, uh, because it does come around that, that choice piece of things, that it was something that he did to himself, uh, and specifically knowing that he had young children uh, when he did that, I think that that's a, a hard thing for people to reconcile um, and understand some of the, uh, the mental illness that goes along with things that gets people to that state. I know you were really close with Bill's family in general, and how I was wondering how did the other deaths in their family affect you differently than this one? So I think with with Anne's death, uh, you have you have more of an opportunity to hate someone, <laughs> basically whoever instigated that, and in, in her case where she was murdered, um, you have a place to channel that energy. Uh, I think that's different than in the in the suicide case because, um, as much as anger is a part of the grief cycle, uh, I think that there can be more guilt in being angry at, at someone for committing suicide. Um, and in the case of uh, Jerry and, and that being health-related, um, they, they saw that one coming and they saw his health deteriorating and so they were able to adjust for that. Um, and so as, as hard as not having him there was, uh, for them, I, I could see the impact differently because they, they had kind of some advanced notice on that one. Um, so overall, it is, it is interesting how they, they are all different um, and how people deal with them differently and individually. How do you feel about suicide in general now? I learned a lot from it, um, specifically, uh, like, personally, how how it feels, but also to watch um, their family process through it. Uh, 
there was someone in their neighborhood who had uh, a family that had a similar instance where they had uh, someone in their family who was a military veteran uh, who helped other veterans through uh, the emotional process of getting back to normal life and uh, dealt with a lot of people who were suicidal and, and helped them. But in the end, um, something switched for him and, and he committed suicide. And the Lemon family was integral in, in helping them and consoling them and losing a child as she had uh, previously. And so from that, um, there was insight that uh, mental illness really does change change something for people, at least in my, my perception of it. Um, where they're not thinking logically, they're not thinking rationally. Uh, it's it's almost like any other illness that that causes a change in people, um, because it's it's not that like someone's ever born uh, to be suicidal or that um, there's other. It's not naturally inbred, and it's not always in line with what who people are. And so I know that that wasn't Bill, and I know that he had postings that he had seen other people, or he had friends who committed suicide, and and he he put things out there for everybody to say if you ever need anything, or if you ever need help, or if you ever don't feel good enough, reach out to me, and I will help you. And so I know that he felt that way uh, about trying to help others, and making sure that wasn't the last resort for people so it's interesting in that perspective to look at it from a medical um, point of view to try to understand why this happens but I definitely know more and have a better understanding of it going through it okay well Thank you for your time. I'm sorry that I made you cry. <laughs> I don't know if it was obvious to the listeners, but just, yeah, she, she, that, I hit emotional veins today. Um, I hope all of you have a good day. And this was my podcast about suicide and how people you leave behind feel about it.